This morning begins a four-day ceasefire in Gaza, setting the table for hostages to be released. And if you're looking for a Black Friday deal, the U.S. Marshals might have something for you. The Morning Rundown starts now. From the Straight Arrow News Studio, bringing the stories that matter to you from across the United States and around the world, this is the Morning Rundown. Today's Friday, November 24th. Thanks for joining us. I'm Shannon Longworth. This morning marks the beginning of a four-day ceasefire between Israeli and Hamas forces in Gaza following weeks of secret hostage negotiations. Beginning at 7 a.m. local time, the ceasefire is expected to last at least four days, giving Gaza residents a break from near-constant bombardment and allowing aid into Gaza. During the pause in fighting, Hamas is expected to release 50 women and children who were taken captive during the October 7th terror attack on Israel, which killed 1,200 people. It's been reported that during the attack in October, Hamas took nearly 250 hostages. Hamas says that during the ceasefire, Israel will release 150 Palestinian prisoners. Also this morning, the ceasefire has allowed more aid into Gaza. According to Israeli officials, four trucks carrying fuel made their way into Gaza, Israeli officials adding that during the ceasefire, more than 34,000 gallons of fuel will be delivered to Gaza. There's a critical need to keep lights on at hospitals and to power water treatment facilities, as well as other critical infrastructure. Still, according to the UN, that amount of fuel is significantly lower than the more than 260,000 gallons needed daily. Quote, no matter how much they provide, it is difficult to meet the demands of the whole Gaza Strip. The four-day truce, brokered with the help of officials in Qatar, Egypt, and the United States, may be extended with the additional release of hostages. According to officials there, the first 13 hostages are set to be freed this afternoon. A deadly crash at the U.S.-Canada border in Niagara Falls, New York on Wednesday received a lot of media attention, with some news outlets and politicians reporting that this was a terror attack. With fear surrounding the crash, the FBI announced it concluded its investigation and declared it found no evidence of terrorism. I just returned from the scene of a horrific accident that led to a high-level anxiety all the way from western New York to Albany, to Washington. But before I describe the details, I want to be very, very clear to Americans and New Yorkers. At this time, there is no indication of a terrorist attack. Let me repeat that. At this time, there is no indication of a terrorist-involved attack here at the Rainbow Bridge in Western New York. In security camera video, you can see a car speeding by, going airborne, and then exploding on the Rainbow Bridge crossing in Niagara Falls. The driver and the only passenger in the car died at the scene, according to officials. CNN is reporting the couple from New York, who have yet to be identified by law enforcement, were planning to attend a KISS concert in Canada that had recently been canceled. The crash shut down multiple border crossings in western New York, but all have since reopened. After concluding its investigation, the FBI turned the scene over to local law enforcement. New York City Mayor Eric Adams, who's at the center of an FBI investigation into his campaign finances, is now being accused of sexual assault. The allegations stem from his time as a New York City police officer in 1993. 
A lawsuit filed under the Adult Survivors Act in New York on Wednesday alleges that Adams sexually assaulted the plaintiffs while they were working for the city. The Guardian is reporting that Mayor Adams has denied the allegations, stating that he does not know who the plaintiff is and that he would never physically harm another person. The Adult Survivors Act gives sex assault accusers a one-year window to retroactively file civil suits, which otherwise would have been blocked due to the statute of limitations. That window expires today. The World Health Organization is investigating a cluster of pneumonia cases in children in China, following a pro-med alert on Tuesday calling for more information about undiagnosed pneumonia in China. The standard alert, which looked and read similar to the 2019 alert about the illness that stopped the world in its tracks, COVID-19, has led to some fear that the world is looking at the origins of another pandemic. The World Health Organization, though, is urging that we don't jump to conclusions about another global pandemic. According to a WHO release, scientists attribute the rise in respiratory illness to the lifting of COVID restrictions, adding that this is likely a rise in common respiratory illness like the flu and could be an uptick in COVID cases. The WHO added that it always requests additional information when unknown diseases are reported as part of its international health regulation system. More than a thousand Amazon workers are hitting the picket line in Europe as one of the busiest shopping days of the year gets underway. Workers at Amazon's Coventry Warehouse in the UK, one of the online retailer's busiest hubs, are the first to strike as Amazon workers globally call for better wages. It comes as Amazon extended its Black Friday deals over the course of a couple of days, with millions of consumers ready to cash in on the savings. Workers in the U.S., Germany, and Italy are expected to walk off the job next, as some workers telling The Independent that working at Amazon is physically and mentally draining. Reuters is reporting that an Amazon spokesperson said that the strike will not cause any disruption in Black Friday operations. Finally, this morning, Black Friday is all about shopping. Well, how about a trip to the auction block? From Hermes bags to rare Pokemon cards, you never know what law enforcement may seize from criminals to auction off to the highest bidder. Each year, the U.S. Marshals Service gets tens of millions of dollars worth of wild goods. Bloomberg analyzed years of data, and our Simone Del Rosario has some of the most interesting and expensive scores on this week's Five for Friday. Here are some of the sweetest rides on the auction block. An Irish sport horse named Cinda fetched 60K in 2020. A 2014 Ferretti yacht brought in 3.2 million at auction, while a pair of Boston Whaler Outrage motorboats sold for 815,000, taken from a guy who defrauded lottery winners. Now, you gotta be bold to buy a plane, but this 1994 Raytheon Hawker 800 sold for 405 grand. And you know supercars are all the rage with society's underbelly. Marshall's got 760K for the 1991 Ferrari 40 seized from a guy that stole 13 million from Veterans Affairs. You can see what luxuries round out the rest of the list in Five for Friday now on san.com. These are your top stories for this Friday. Be sure to subscribe to the Morning Rundown newsletter to get the top stories each weekday morning. Just go to san.com slash rundown to sign up. Unbiased, straight facts. That's Straight Arrow News. We'll see you back here on Monday. Until then, I'm Shannon Longworth. Have a great weekend. Thank you.